1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, September 12th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim
2: Gettys. Let us Tim host. How are you doing today, Greg? I'm a flutter, Tim. How are you? I am a flutter as well. Very, very excited for today's episode.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you might have seen... I know you're all dialed in and have all the information beamed to your skull immediately. This morning at 9 a.m., kind of funny vids tweeted a whole bunch of garbage and I pulled up in front of me. But basically, watch this stream. We have something to say. Tim, are you ready to say something? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Barrett, Are you ready? Tim, you host the show now? Is that what's happening? Is that- Is that uh, was that? I'm big ready. that I missed? Damn. Barrett, mom and dad are talking. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, Barrett, are you ready, son? Are you ready, son? Yeah. Barrett, roll the video. We love you. We love
2: you. 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 Alright, let's start from the beginning one last time. Seven years ago, we started kind of funny in a tiny spare bedroom. We reviewed Oreo cookies, a shocking amount of flavors, which led to a podcast, which led to many podcasts, which led to some of the most popular podcasts in the world. So we launched a Patreon, broke like all the records, launched another Patreon, broke all of our own records, won a bunch of awards, raised over a million dollars for charity, owned a football team, won a championship, got Forbes 30 under 30 twice, a documentary was made about Nick, made it to film festivals, and we had a billboard in Times where we even made our own animated series, We were a ridiculous live event, then another bigger one, then another even bigger one, an adult prom, a world tour where we meet and greeted thousands of the dopest community ever. We produced our own game showcase, highlighting indie games and hosted some of the industry's biggest events. I mean, Greg literally hosted E3. We spent two years working out of a spare bedroom, three years in a 900 square foot studio, two years forced to work from home. But now it's time for the future of Kind of Funny, our state-of-the-art 5,000 square foot studio, the spare bedroom.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, no fooling for real this time. We have a brand new studio, and we are moving into it October 14th with a marathon live stream. Timothy, I know you have gotten no sleep as you've worked on this video, worked on the studio, and done a million other things. How does this feel?
2: I can't believe, Greg, that it is out there. People know Area 69 is real, and we can talk about it more officially one month from now, Greg. One month from now. We're all going to be in the same room together. Not just us either. We have a whole bunch of special guests joining us for the marathon stream, including Carl Jacobs, Cisco himself, the dragon, Alfredo Diaz, James and Elise Willems, Sage Ryan, and Anthony Carboni of the Kind of Funny screencast Star Wars fame. Uh, we got Bruce Green coming through and a whole bunch more super surprised guests. Of course, all of Kind of Funny is going to be there. Every single full-time member. We got Gary Witta. We got Janet Garcia. We got Paris lily everyone is going to be in that same room for this marathon stream debuting revealing the studio for the first time and when i say y'all ain't ready i can say with my whole ass heart y'all ain't ready (laughs) we've been seeing this place we've been working on this place and it is unlike anything y'all have ever seen i cannot wait for october 14th greg how are you feeling i so it's surreal It's surreal at this point to be here.
1: Uh, You know, obviously we've talked about uh, the spare bedroom for so long. The spare bedroom, kind of funny studios, the new space or whatever. And we've had not so many false starts. You know what I mean? Like you look back at the track record of the amount of times we said we'd be there in the summer, we'd be there in January, et cetera, and so on. They're not our fault. They are the global conditions of the, uh, the canal with the ship turned around in it and they're the pandemic and they're COVID and all these different things. The fact that we're actually there, you know, Jen and I were walking to breakfast with my mom today and she was talking to me a bit about it and just like, you know, what are you excited for? And like, what, what are you, what are you, you going to miss from working from home? And it's like, she's like, oh man, imagine what that first drive to the studio is going to feel like on that day. You know, when you're, when you're driving in on the 14th and I was like, it's not going to hit me then it'll be sometime I would imagine November, December where it is just, oh, this is every day. This isn't some special one-off occasion. This isn't something, you know, that we're doing for a little bit. And I don't want to say too much about what the studio space is or whatever. It's like, this is every day. Because to what you just said, right, like, you you don't know, ladies and gentlemen. You might think you know what you're about to walk into on October 14th. You don't. And it is going to redefine what we do. And I really do think it's going to redefine what people in our space do. So I am incredibly excited. And now you start saying goodbye to this table. At least until one of us gets COVID and we have to close the whole studio for a week while everybody reco- recovers and stuff like that. But you know how it goes. That's
2: 2020. That's, life. Life. that's how that's yeah. life now, ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait. But hey, we're going to be prepared for it now. Yeah, we have, we're going to keep our home setups. And the plan is we're working from the studio. Like you're saying, it's our, our lives are about to change again. You know, and I, I could not be more excited for it. I, I can't wait. October 14th. Everybody. It's a Friday. No, it's going to go long. It's going to be a long stream. So strap in. Hang out with us all day. It's going to be an absolute blast.
1: It is going to go long. What are we going to do with Ben? Easy. Leave him home with a bag full of dog food. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Me and Jen can party all day, all night, whatever, all week. Maybe we go to November 14th. Maybe that's along the marathon stream he goes, you know? Maybe. But I digress, ladies and gentlemen. Today isn't October 14th. Today's September 12th. And we're talking about the fact that there's a Nintendo Direct tomorrow for everyone except you in the UK. Late news from the Assassin's Creed presentation and confirmation of a whole bunch of games, including Amy Hedding's Captain America slash Black Panther mashup. We'll have all this and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news. Need to know about if you like that, be part of the show on patreoncom slash kind of funny games over on patreoncom slash kind of funny games. You can write in with questions, comments, concerns. You can be part of the show. You can be a Patreon producer. You can get the show ad free. You can get the show with the exclusive post show. We do each and every weekday. And of course you get a bevy of other benefits for PS. I love you X cast and the games cast where you can watch all those shows get recorded live a day before or anybody else. But I digress. If you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. Of course, you can support Kind of Funny and the spare bedroom, the new kind of funny studios uh, by using the Epic creator code kind of funny. Even when you're downloading something for free from the Epic game store, if you're using the creator code kind of funny, it benefits us. And of course, if you're playing on PlayStation, Xbox, Twitch, one of them Rumbleverse games, Fortnite, wherever you're playing anything where you can put in the Epic creator code, please put in the kind of funny one. And remember it does expire over time and you have to re enter it similar to that whole Twitch prime thing. If you have Amazon prime, you have Twitch prime, please give it to us every 30 days. It doesn't auto renew. You know how it goes. Um, Of course, if that wasn't enough of a free way, support us you can watch us record the show live right on youtube.com slash kind of funny games that's right we had a successful test as i said uh, earlier uh, in this month right yeah, this month i guess last month is september 9th now uh or 12th now uh last month where we said you know what let's try streaming on youtube.com slash kind of funny games we did we didn't get enough data tim we need more data mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what we're doing is the rest of the month ladies and gentlemen kind of funny games daily is streaming on youtube.com slash kind of funny games screencast is streaming on youtube.com slash kind of funny that's right you can go get over there of course each and every day you can still get snowbike mike andy nick scarpino back from vacation streaming games over on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we are still streaming gameplay there that still goes to youtube.com slash kind of funny plays basically we're everywhere you want to be but my question for you timothy robert mm-hmm. gettys the first yes we're moving all these streams around we're doing all this stuff what about reaction content? Tomorrow there's a Nintendo Direct we're about to talk about. Where Where is that streaming? Where is that streaming? That's an excellent question. Where am I, where am I catching that's- that?
2: I say we catch it right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Let's try okay. it out. Let's roll just it. Let's sure. see what's going on. So just far so sure good. I, just the, the update people have been asking like how things going to be completely transparent and honest with everybody. We're doing the experiments. We're trying to see how this is working out. There's been a lot of little hitches here and there, but we're trying to work through them as uh, it's, it's a very different landscape on YouTube than Twitch, even just the back end setup and all of it. So we're trying to figure some things out, but I will say it has been extremely successful from our side on on youtube things are going really really well um it helps the view count it just kind of like helps the algorithm for our content and all that stuff so it's been great um we are definitely not going to leave twitch entirely the twitch streams are going to stay on the twitch uh channel no matter what for for now that is totally the plan um but for things that make sense and i think a lot of more pressing in the moment reaction stuff like news our screencasts we're doing the uh test with as well over on youtube.com slash kind of funny for House of the Dragon, uh, She-Hulk, uh, Lord of the Rings, etc. cetera. Uh, but things like the game showcases, I'm still 50-50 on. I don't know where they are best suited, but mm, mm, tomorrow mm, for the mm. Nintendo Direct, we will be reacting, and it'll be live on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Content being
1: made, decisions being made on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, of course, you can get youtube.com slash, oh, that was where you're streaming. If you're watching it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games today, remember, we need you to keep us honest. Go to kindofunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. I knocked something over on my desk. What was it? I don't know. And I'll never know. Uh, Housekeeping for you. We kind of already did it, right? I already said the streaming business. I already said, hey, guess what? The studio is real. October 14th, Friday. Mm -hmm. Get ready for a marathon stream, everybody. It will be fun. You will have a great time. You should come hang out with us in Cisco. However, also uh, while we've been talking, of course, we've shared that video everywhere. That's up on the Twitters, that's up on the YouTubes, and everything else. Help us out! Give that a share, why don't you? Please, that's a big moment for us, a big thing for us. We'd love it if you went out there, retweeted it, uh, quote tweeted, and said, "Look at this! I'm so excited!" And then you tagged the Pope and see what he does with it. There you go. Look at look at Barrett on it. Look at Barrett be, on there. Just there doing it. you know what I mean? I love it. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producer Fargo Brady. Today we're brought to you by Shopify and Me Undies, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the roper report <laughs> time for some news nine items on the roper report a baker's dozen now barrett that includes the breaking news that i've tossed in which is thrown off my numbering scheme but i know we will fix it as we go all right ladies and gentlemen as we went live as we pushed the button to announce our thing Bonnie Ross decided she wanted to come in and try to steal our thunder. Who is Bonnie Ross, ladies and gentlemen? She is the founder and now former head of 343 Industries. Uh, She tweeted the following statement. While I had hoped to stay with Halo until we released the winter update, I am letting you know I will be leaving 343 and attending to a family medical issue. I am incredibly proud of the work everyone at 343 Industries has done with Halo Infinite, the Master Chief Collection, the Halo television series, and so much more. It has been an honor to serve alongside the team for the last 15 years and to be part of the universe that I love. Thank you to everyone in the Halo community for your support. Halo's future is bright. I cannot wait for, you all, I cannot wait for all of you to experience what we have in store and to cheer alongside you as a fan at the Halo World Championship in October. Axios, Bonnie Ross, Tim Gettys. First off, whoa. Whoa. Second off, Go take care of your family, Bonnie. Obviously, that's more important than anything that ever happened with video games. Uh, if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you, and again, this is breaking as we were announcing our studio, so I apologize. I'm not more prepped. Your Wikipedia intri- entry on Bonnie Ross goes like this. <laughs> Bonnie Ross is an American video game developer. She serves as corporate vice president at Xbox Game Studios and is the head of 343 Studios, the subsidiary studio that manages the Halo video game franchise. Ross studied technical writing and computer science in college and worked at IM- I- IBM before getting a job at Microsoft. She worked on a number of pc and xbox games becoming a general manager at xbox game studios in 2007 ross helped found 343 industries uh, building a studio that would work on a new halo game after the departure of bungie 343 industries first game halo 4 released in 2012 ross oversees the halo franchise including merchandise and media adaptations she has been honored for her work in video game development and her efforts to push for more diversity in video games tim Mm -hmm. of course you are a halo guy
2: You are out there playing all the time. What's your initial reaction? I mean, my initial reaction is Halo is, again, in a very interesting spot. 343 specifically, what they have done for Halo over her tenure is, uh, you know, I think really uh, important for the franchise as a whole. Some good, some bad, obviously. Like, we all understand that. But I think that this story uh, comes more from a family perspective, right? As opposed to this necessarily being anything having to do with Halo itself. Um, Even though I feel like it's pretty easy to, create that narrative if you wanted to
1: what the the turn it around and make it about the game rather than about the family stuff yeah of course you could obviously and like you said halo's been an interesting place and so what does uh bonnie ross's departure mean for that another uh, probably conversation for another time i was thinking another day right at least for us i'm sure a whole bunch of other people will be out there uh being all about that right now it is if you're attending to a family medical issue go attend to a family medical issue isn't that right co-host of the Kind of Funny X cast, Halo fanboy, Paris Lilly.
3: 100% correct. Uh, My initial thought on all of this is be respectful. Take her for her word of exactly Mm -hmm. what she's Mm -hmm. saying. And I hope everything is well with her family. Uh, The game itself, that's up to the individual to judge how they want to consider all of this. But I hope her family's okay. I hope whatever she needs to take care of, she can do. Um, clearly, this is very shocking news to to see this come out um, on a Monday morning. Um, I will say briefly about the game itself. I'm I am curious to see how they're going to handle the leadership at three four three moving forward. Are they going to stay internal? Does Does Joe Staten become the head of the studio? Do they go outside? of microsoft bringing an industry veteran to lead halo obviously halo is in 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 a very interesting spot right now but today should be about bonnie ross and her family and uh like you said hope hope everything's okay with that and uh we'll we'll see where the game goes moving forward and we'll talk about that another day 100
1: percent. yeah and that'll be something obviously for XCast and a million other shows to talk about so yeah for right now obviously wishing bonnie ross all the best and you know uh hoping for the best for her and her family because i think that's obviously what's most important from us here kind of funny so bonnie thank you for your years of service and great games and everything you've done for halo and yeah go take care of this
3: now can i I say before you continue on to number two since i am here and you did have the big announcement at the beginning i'm I'm very excited uh next month to to come to the studio and hang out with all of you in person it's it's going to be a great time so yeah it's very exciting i i i can't wait so really looking i think forward the to underlying
1: that. excitement about it right is that you personally have been as they say cruising for a bruising for quite some time and i will deliver
3: it in person in the conference absolutely season. can can yeah. i say this one story really quick if, if sure go, i don't know where this is going yeah, i no, love no, it. <laughs> this, is, this is actually a funny thing because if we go way back in time i was supposed to come up to the studio and we were going to do like a podcast and everything. I think this was during GDC. I guess this must have been 2020. Yeah, it was 2020. Wow. And then the pandemic happened. And I didn't get to come mm-hmm. up. And here we are. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. This is the, this is definitely the better studio. So <laughs> yeah. you you won out. I mean, you had to wait
1: a long time. And, and we'll, we'll, but you won out. Good job, Paris. Yeah. All right. I'll Thank catch you, you guys later. Right, See bye you, bye. dude. Uh, number two on the road Report, ladies and gentlemen, you, uh, yes, you, look in the rearview mirror, partner, I'm talking to you, are getting a Nintendo Direct tomorrow, but not if you're yes. in the UK. Uh, Nintendo has tweet, uh, tweeted the following image, Nintendo Direct, September 13th, 2022, 7 a.m. Pacific. Tune in for a Nintendo Direct live stream featuring roughly 40 minutes of information mostly focused on Nintendo Switch games launching this winter. Uh, as a follow up to that, Nintendo UK tweeted, as a mark of respect during this period of national mourning, we will not live stream tomorrow's Nintendo Direct. Uh, it will be published as a video on demand on our YouTube channel at 1600 UK time tomorrow. Two things in there all at once, two tweets. But, Tim, number one, wait, well, you know what? I was going to ask you. I was gonna, I don't even have to. Nevins Island writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can, and says, What is your hype level
2: for tomorrow's Nintendo Direct, Tim? It's a 10? 10, a it's 10 a out of 10? 10. Dude, we, we haven't had one for so long. I feel like this is a perfect example of Nintendo having not said shit for so long about their games that there has to be something that's exciting. Even if it's the, the we're at the point that it's been so long that ports of the Zelda games being announced would be exciting. So it's like I feel like going into this no matter what. There's going to be some projects announced that have been rumored for a long time or things that we're not we don't even know about that are going to get me really excited and i'm looking forward to that because it's been a while since i've had that for the switch i feel like there's been a lot of great releases and a lot of it specifically on the indie side some some major major wins um and then things like mario strikers that were really exciting but they still fall on that that switch sports slump unfortunately that that we've had where the sports titles have been kind of the weakest of the Nintendo's offerings when it comes to the first party IP um, with major first party releases on the switch being such bangers. The sports ones are the ones that so far haven't hit that level of like, Oh, this is the gold standard standard of what this IP can be. Um, so yeah, man, I am extremely excited. What about you?
1: I'm always hype. Cause every time we get close to this, maybe I get my Advance wars. You know what I mean? A game that was supposed yeah. to come out. Then Russia had to go be a bunch of fucking idiots. You know what I mean? Just jerks and go in and invade Ukraine. And so, like, then they delayed that game. And so where's that game coming? Is that game coming? Is that going to be a day and date tomorrow? No, probably not because I think they have physical, right? And that's what I
2: always yeah. my foot of when I make that prediction. But maybe probably, it'll be announced closer. Probably, you know? Exactly. Probably not day and date. I think that'd be a bad call for them. But um, I do think that this is it's imminent. And I I mean, it's this year, I imagine. And I think that this is where you announced that. I would be very surprised if that weren't the case.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's got to be. It's got to be time for that. Uh, Nevin's Island went on and said, though, uh, Tim, are you expecting just a couple of long-awaited ports from the Zelda and Metroid series? Or do you have even higher aspirations?
2: Again, I think we're just at a point that there are so many things that we should expect to hear about in sometime soon because it's been so long that some of those things have to be here so those things include the two zelda ports of twilight princess and wind waker whatever the mario odyssey team has been working on nintendo ead like what is the next thing is it odyssey 2 is it something completely different there's all those rumors of like a
1: i know it's focused on this winter do you think they're gonna go i mean that's not a winter game
2: obviously right if we have learned anything, no, I don't think it's a winner game, but if we've okay. learned anything from Nintendo's little blurbs here of like featuring roughly 40 minutes of information, mostly focused they're roughly and mostly give them the wiggle room to do whatever the fuck they, the fuck want, they want. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So cool. Uh, most of the time they stick to this, but there's been many examples of them being like, we're just talking about this year and then they announce like five things for the next year Sure, so, sure, sure. sure, sure. Uh, i don't think that matters at all but uh whatever ead's project is there's that then we have grezzo what are they working on is there another lynx awakening style remake thing there's just so many uh question marks the mario kart team they've been doing the um dlc but like that stuff seems so minor uh with the years that they haven't been working on a full f- featured game that i imagine uh announcement is imminent if not here in the next two or three uh directs right uh beyond that we have breath of the wild 2. are we gonna get a title for it are we gonna get a more locked in date i wouldn't be surprised if we get a title you know there's just so many things that can come from this and that's that's just the stuff oh metroid prime remake whatever it's gonna be like i expect that we're gonna get no less than two of the things i just said and that's very exciting to me well, plus more mar
1: mario and i don't think mario mario but mario writes in and says on patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can to be part of the show, are we going to hear anything about the big hitters? You keep talking about remasters and re-releases, Tim. He's saying, I mainly mean Breath of the Wild 2 and Metroid Prime 4. Um. Come on, really? What do you mean? I thought that's a slam dunk, yes. of At least Breath of the Wild 2, right? Well, we get something there. But you took yeah. a breath. You took a breath. Well, you didn't say yes right away, Tim.
2: I... I don't know. I, like I said, I think that we're going to get some of the things I just named, Breath of the Wild being one of them. I They don't need to do a thing of Breath of the Wild. I feel like...
1: But we want them to do a thing about Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And
2: I, Barrett, I how hard so... are you
1: going to pop if they give you a real title
4: tomorrow? Oh, God, so hard. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I, and that's the, uh, you know, there's like the hearsay of like maybe they're pushing later into 2023. So I'm, all, I'm also on the same level of Tim of like, it would be dope if we got more Breath of the Wild 2 tomorrow, but like... I wouldn't be surprised if it isn't there or if there isn't a major update tomorrow, uh, except for like a, hey, it's gonna be second half of 2023 or something like that, you know?
2: Barrett, <laughs> give me give me a percentage. Mm. What do you think the likelihood is of Breath of the Wild 2 getting a name tomorrow?
3: Because
2: <sighs> I'm exactly 50-50. I
4: think there's a <sighs> My heart wants to go, like, 80% chance we get a title tomorrow. My brain tells me there's, like, a 40% chance because they they were adamant of, like, the title is going to spoil things that are, like, major parts of the game. And so I, I could see them wanting to hold that as long as possible because, you know, us Zelda nerds are going to read into it on, like, trying to figure out, like, what's going on in the game mechanically or story-wise and stuff like that. Like, I yeah. It's tough to say.
2: Okay. okay and then metroid prime 4 i think is very unlikely however it being brought up next to a metroid prime 1 remake if that is tomorrow could make sense as well just a reminder just some type of update on, on where development is or, or something but again i think that's 50 50. that's i'm so excited about this the reason i give it a 10 out of 10 is because it's like it's not like there's one thing riding on it Of if this isn't there i'm disappointed there's going to be so many things that if at least a couple of them are there, I'm going to be like, hell yeah. Like, we're, we're here, and I'm going to have Fair great enough. stuff that I'm looking forward to play on Switch because, like, all the things we're talking about are, are exciting. And, like, someone what? in the chat was saying they're not going to announce a new Mario Kart where DLC is coming out. They might not, but remember, that team also made ARMS. That team can also make different games, whether it's a new IP or let them dabble with an F-Zero or something, right? Like, to have fun. There's limitless potential right now. This is my favorite place to be with Nintendo because we don't know what's next we i appreciate a playstation
1: i appreciate a 40 minute announcement that's exciting Mm -hmm. that's a lot Mm -hmm. that's a media that's a media direct and i want a to direct if i'm going to sit down at this plate and eat it you know what i mean yeah you said we're getting up we're doing this 7 a.m cup of coffee we're here oh yeah i don't know who's gonna be here but i'll I'll be be here here.
2: hell yeah blessing will be here here. that's
1: crew (laughs) the problem is that like i don't Blessing, I see you in the chat, and it's supposed to be your day off. Of course, you killed it at D23's game thing. I appreciate that. But since you're in the chat, I will just do more work with you here, all right? Because Blessing, he, when it got announced this morning, Blessing slacked me, and he goes, Greetings from my day off. I just wanted to seed the idea of making KFG Tomorrow the post-show to tomorrow's Nintendo Direct. And I woke up blurry-eyed. I was like, all right, sure. I'll t- uh, that, Well, think about it. Wouldn't that mean we're doing games daily at like 7.40 in the morning? much earlier than usual yeah, you know? yeah yeah is he saying we don't do the po- blessing you're saying we don't do the post show and then we just we just we just don't say anything afterwards and we just do it on games i
4: think he just wants to get both of those things done in one go so he doesn't have to like do a react you Can and go then, back like, to bed uh, yeah and then like hang out for a bit and then come back for games daily at 10 a.m you know
1: but i mean look what happened today if bonnie ross you know uh left tomorrow we wouldn't know because blessing would have wanted to go back to bed yeah he probably had to go get another 7-Eleven slushy. Spill it all over huh. his car. Don't don't hate on the 7-Eleven slushy. Hey, there he is, everybody! It's the They're host great. of D23's gaming panel, blessing Eddie Oye. Yeah,
0: yeah, what's up? Uh, I only caught a little bit, a little bit of that conversation, but my thought process was that we just killed two birds with one stone with the post show, or with the with the um, Nintendo Direct post show, because this is a 40 minute direct, which means it's going to be a huge direct. So I sure. figure most of the headlines we talk about on KFGD anyway would be from that Nintendo Direct, and so we can just you know knock out KFGD at 8 a.m. And then I'll go back to sleep at 10 a.m., you know? <laughs> Called it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like
3: sleep, all right?
0: I and guess. also, like, you know, what are we going to talk about on that KFTD if it's at 10, if it's not, like, the Nintendo Direct stuff? Like, that episode's not going to get used Who knows what's anyway. going to
1: happen in the next 24 hours? You never know in the video game industry. Do you know something? Is something about to happen? I mean, there's always something about to happen, isn't there?
0: Mm. Mm. All right. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm just, I'm just saying
1: keep your eyes on PlayStation. Oh, okay. Oh, Greg, don't do Here that. Here we go again. Don't, don't do that. Because Here we go now again. the gamer's going to write that. an
4: article and they're going to be Not like, oh, PlayStation's going to end something. If
1: two of the rumors I've heard, if one of them's true for what's no, going to happen this no, week, Jesus! It. No,
4: stop it.
1: <sighs> All right. Blessing, how excited are you for Nintendo Direct and waking up at 7 a.m. tomorrow? Oh, I'm so
0: excited. I, I missed I again I missed most of the discussion. I was like I was hanging out in our other Discord channel with like Andy, Joey, and and Nick. Uh but then I overheard my name and I was like, what the fuck are they saying? Um but I'm <laughs> I gotta hoping nip we this in the bud. <laughs> I gotta Nip whatever they're talking about in the in the bud. Uh I'm hoping we get like a Breath of the Wild title. Um that'll be uh, I don't expect a big blowout for Breath of the Wild, because at this point I'm not expecting Breath of the Wild until second half of next year. Um but if we get a title, I think that'd be really cool. If we get Something Mario, whether it is the next iteration of 2D Mario, um, or if it is like whatever the Mario Odyssey te- Mario Odyssey team is working on, I think that'd be really exciting. A juggernaut uh, title for me to get announced would be if a Mario Odyssey two or like a next 3D Mario could get announced, but that's like me and being in Dreamland uh, and not the Kirby
4: one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, like I feel like I, sky's the limit in terms of what they could announce. I think the most we get of like a, a main Mario title is a trailer for the Mario movie. Oh, yeah, we'll see the Mario movie. I bet.
2: Because they said is most early
1: Mario
0: so. They saved that for Hollywood. They're not giving that to you. I mean, the, they no. announced it. They announced all the casting during, during a direct. I and imagine, it was a
2: huge
1: flop. Everybody made fun of
2: Chris Pratt. I, I, that, I right? imagine when we get the Mario trailer, it's going to be part of a Nintendo served thing. Yeah. I, and, I, and I'm, and I'm just coo- thinking, again, like, what do they do 50-50. for the rest of the year? Because I imagine that trailer is,
4: if that movie's coming in April, they got to drop it at some point. Yeah, you That's dropped that at Game Awards with Jeff Keighley. Wahoo! How do they work? I think then? you dropped the second trailer at Jeff Keighley. He's dropped the first trailer right now, you know?
2: The promotion to cycle. I was going to say, is it just Chris quote, Pratt's voice box. debut today or
3: tomorrow? Honestly, that it's could be a good Mario. way to do it. Okay. We'll You're find Chris out. Chris Wahoo.
2: Wahoo! Very good.
0: Very good. Cool. Congratulations on the studio announcement, by the way.
1: Congratulations to you, Blessing. Thank you very much for being part of Kind of Funny. Thank you.
0: Can't wait to finally work in a studio, you know?
1: I mean, you kind of did once, but it was just a crappy apartment that was retrofitted to be a studio. Now this one's going to be better.
0: It's going to be real cool. It's going to be really, really
1: cool. Okay, cool all right bye see you guys everyone uh number two on the rope No, i'm sorry this is number three i gotta keep changing my numbers as i go now uh number three on the rope report uh speaking of nintendo people really like splatoon uh we have we have numbers from nintendo themselves where they say nintendo announced that domestic sales of the splatoon 3 game for the nintendo switch system have surpassed 3.45 million units in the first three days since its launch on september 9th again 3.45 3.45 million units in the first three days since its launch on September 9th. Uh, this is the highest domestic sales level for any Nintendo Switch software within the th- first three days. Yep. Wow. Didn't see that one coming. I knew mm-hmm. I knew there's a Splatoon audience. But to be... I mean, I guess it makes sense in a way because obviously there's so many Nintendo Switches out there. You'd hope that you know the sales are going to go up. But when you think about all the great games that have come to Nintendo, when you think of Animal Crossing, when you think of the attach rate, when you think of like the top 10 best-selling Nintendo Switch game numbers and how crazy those are, I wasn't thinking, man, Splatoon's going to really put, Splatoon's gonna put a record on the board for the first three days.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, think of Pokemon in general, right? Especially the amount of titles they've released on the Switch and how well they consistently do and seem to just kind of outperform each other with each new release. But we've heard forever that Splatoon is big in Japan, and we've seen Nintendo put such a big focus on the Splatoon franchise um, since its first, you know, initial reveal back on for the Wii U um and how they really kind of tripled down on this i mean it is easily the biggest new ip that nintendo's had uh decades right and for them to be on iteration three at this point and for it to be selling as well as it is and these numbers are just domestic in japan that's very very impressive yeah 100 percent. yeah and i mean that's you know
1: where i feel like Doing that well in Japan speaks to how well it'll do in America as well, even though we don't have those numbers off the top of it, right? Like, I still think that's going to have it. You have a bunch of people like Andy who love being being these Inklings for some reason. And me and Mike, up. too, yeah. now.
4: Me and Mike, too, we're in. Are you we're, an Inkling, too? We're the Splat Bros. That's what, the that's Splat what Bros? Oh, yeah. We, we graduated oh from the Bash Bros to the Splat Bros, and I got Damn. the call from Mike, I think, on... I think on Friday, he's like, let's play it after we streamed it a little bit uh, on the the Twitch stream that day. It's like, let's yeah. get back into it. And uh yeah, we're in. It's a fun time, man.
2: Okay, It's, again, impressive. Like, everybody counts Nintendo out. And then you look at these numbers. And there's so many things to keep in mind with this, where it's like a lot of these sales numbers don't include digital, right? Like, we're talking just physical. So it's like there's always this this insanely wild thing to keep in mind that when these when npd numbers drop and there are multiple nintendo franchises in the top 10 that's not even counting their digital sales so it's like so many of the bigger heavy hitters on the playstation and xbox side or third party side whatever it is those are also counting digital so it's just there is real attach rate power when it comes to nintendo and the switch and they they're continuing to demonstrate that they have a a a firm grip on their vertical of this industry and that's why being excited for tomorrow makes a lot of sense to me like they're going to continue that that level of dominance and i do think that tomorrow's direct is going to signal the beginning of a new era of the switch potentially its final era
1: final era of the switch the final phase of the nintendo switch the end game of the nintendo switch wow you hate to see it don't you host of the kind of funny x cast no bike mike
4: it's the end it's the end of it all greg uh hey thanks everybody wanted to jump in really quick as the number one squid duo myself and barrett the uh, squid boys want to Splat, give a big shout those. out right now flat bros, Splat was, bros. Yeah. want to give a big shout out right now to splatoon 3 though the custom matchmaking in this game greg is top notch and you know i usually bash on nintendo for really bad online services Splatoon three with custom matchmaking is very impressive. You can make a custom lobby with up to 12 of your friends. You can change the game mode and map each and every time after each round. It's very impressive. It works very well. Even has a spectate mode that I was blown away with. So I just wanted to give some kudos to Splatoon three. Uh, you know, in 2022, we're pushing for a better multiplayer tomorrow. So shout out to Splatoon. That's all I got to say. And, and servers on the first day, pretty good. Impressively good for a Nintendo game. So uh, something you don't hear about nintendo often yeah
1: i appreciate that i appreciate that okay okay
4: um
1: we're at a tipping point all right because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i got, a, away, I, got I got problems right here in river city How, what do you want so i'm gonna explain them to you tim barrett youtube chat and we figure it out all right Mm-hmm. as you know big old jamie kennedy grandma jay's been here hanging out with me jen ben having a great time her car is coming right now it's going to be here, they say, the ETA, and this is a specific ETA, 1039. That's five minutes wow. from now. Wow. And I don't want to go into the – we're going to move to the Assassin's Creed updates from UB mm-hmm. Forward, right? And I want to have the conversation about that. I could mm-hmm. go into it, and then we could kick the ads when they do it. I could kick the ads right now, and then you guys just talk about video games and your favorite button when you come back, and then you know maybe that, that, that buys us the time. I feel like it's been 1034 for about three minutes now. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. I need
1: to know what mm-hmm. to do. I need to know what to do.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah, I would say we me to just do? move on to a a, follow, a a later story. But there's a lot of banger stories, Greg. So I say
1: there are a lot of banger stories, and I did a thing. I did the whole thing where I paced them out really good. Where I really liked yeah. the flow of yeah, the next section. Hold on, let me let me. There's got to be one down here I can grab that I can just throw up here that we can just talk. yeah, okay, well, no, that's the pace, though. I got the pace again. You know what I, I mean? Here's what Blessing likes to do. He comes in, he puts all the stories into the can and he just shotguns it as There's no connective oh. tissue to any of them. You know I mean, what I mean? First of all, there's Me? so
0: much connective tissue, all right? I organize them by importance. The big topics, <laughs> the hype ones I put at the top, the lesser ones I put at the bottom. But I'm telling but I'm, you a narrative,
1: all right? Mm-hmm.
0: But here's the thing. If you got hype stories, I think you could use a hype host to talk about them. And, yeah. you know, I'm sitting right here, Greg. I can take over while you take care of, you know, hanging out with your mom. <laughs>
2: oh <laughs> 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 well, you put it like that bless what a great idea thank you
1: thank you very much all right well i mean did you watch you before do you understand you before bless uh i caught parts of it i caught see parts this of it. is where again <laughs> where i think you'd be out to see is because i have my notes from watching the assassin's creed presentation so there's bullet points you're gonna be like bossing like is skip, that gonna help you with that out one, and one and come back around no, but the, again, the
0: narrative the structure of the show
1: I've built. The right, flow. Let me open up this doc. What what, what is this fucking? We're art to talk about <laughs> Assassin's Creed, right? And then we roll into Ubisoft <laughs> focusing, and then we roll into general Ubisoft recap, right? Then it's you, D twenty three panel hosting, right? And then from there we talk about Reggie and acquisition. You know what we? You know what? I, Why we don't we just talk recap about D twenty three? Disney.
4: I. But also, I feel like we've wasted enough time that if you kicked to ads now, it would actually line up pretty good. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe that was a plan all along, Barrett, but who knows? No! You know what I mean? But instead, all right, here's what we're going to do. All right, I'm moving. Barrett, I'm moving story <laughs> number five, which would really be story number six, but retitling uh. it number four. And I am going to say the ad thing, and then we'll come back, and you can talk about D23. Because, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, you could be part of the show and be a Patreon producer and write in with your own questions and comments and get the show ad-free and get the show the exclusive post show and support us and get to watch us do the x Xcast. And PS, I love you, XOXOXO. Oh, On patreon.com slash kind of funny games. But guess what, Jack? You're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. So here's a word from our sponsor.
2: This episode is brought to you by me, Undies. We've all heard of gut instinct, but have you ever heard of butt instinct? It's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. Listen to your butt. Luckily, we work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. You know that I have lived my life, MeUndies, head to toe, for the majority of the last couple years. I'm just all in on MeUndies because they are absolutely the most comfortable uh, clothes I've ever put on my body. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL. They have new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. You can try their free-to-join membership for free shipping on every order, and exclusive perk, like an item shipped to your door every month, secret sales, and early access to their newest stuff. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys out there. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com/kinda funny. That's MeUndies.com/kinda funny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. Shopify powers our very own kindoffunny.com slash store, our merch store. And we love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Shopify unlocks the opportunity of your business to more people every day, every 28 seconds. An entrepreneur like you makes the first sale on Shopify. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. You can go to shopify.com kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash KF Games right now. That's S-H-O-P-I-F Y.com slash K F Games. All lowercase. So I'm here. Greg's gone. Hanging out with his mom. What <laughs> <laughs> a mommy's boy. <laughs> we got Bless here. We got Barrett. We're about to have a good time. We're getting into the D23 news. Bless starting that off overall. How was it? Dude, it was fantastic. Uh, it was such a
0: good time. Of course, that was my first time actually attending D23, the expo. And when I tell you that the and this is going to sound so pandery, but whatever, the energy at D23 is so like good compared to so many other cons that I've been to where you go in and everybody's just happy to like stand Mickey Mouse and like, you know, <laughs> you know, hang out with Marvel people and like, you know, have fun, like being fans of all this stuff that is inherently wholesome. Like compared to like video game conventions or other nerd conventions, like it's hard to be salty about Mickey Mouse, uh, and so just hanging out at the expo was fun uh, by itself. But then also, when I tell you Tim that, like I feel like every other hour I was doing some dope thing that I wasn't expecting to be doing. Yeah. I, I'm I so. Uh, for people who probably watched the, the showcase, right? Of course, the showcase happened, and then uh, I got to host the panel live on the D23 stage, on the premiere stage, and that was a really cool thing. And That was, for me, the thing that I was trying to, like... The, th- the thing that I was kind of thinking about the whole time and working my like my nerves up because, you know, that was a big stage, big audience, all that stuff. Went really well, had a really good time, interviewed a bunch of dope developers. But then, throughout the weekend, uh, there were these live uh, D23 Expo stage shows, Right, where on the expo, expo floor, there's a stage that is being live streamed to YouTube and other social channels. Uh, what I didn't know, and like I knew I, was, I knew I was gonna be hosting those segments, what I didn't know is that Straw Hat Goofy, one of my favorite TikTokers, was gonna be basically introing and outroing my segments. And so it's so me, sick, like, dude. yeah, so sick, right? So it's me getting to sit down, and then Straw Hat Goofy being like, "All right, now we're gonna kick to you know, blessing, and you know, the developers of Tron Identity to talk about the game or whatever." And it's you know, it's him introing, introing me, and outroing me. Barrett got the photo uh, pulled up that I took with him afterwards. Uh, got to meet him; that was super dope. Uh, Tim, I texted you this uh, on Sunday, so yesterday. For one of the stage segments, uh, we did a thing for uh, Disney Illusion Island, which is the four player co op Mickey Mouse platforming game. And yeah, and uh, I sat down and they're like, hey, uh, for this segment, we're gonna have you co host it with Brett Ewan. And Brett Ewan is the voice of Mickey Mouse. And I was like, wait. I'm, a, I'm gonna co-host this segment and talk about this game with the, with the with the voice of mickey mouse let's go uh got to do that it'll it was really fun um and then yeah it was just overall a great time i got to go to disneyland for the first time uh tim which was really cool um talk
2: more about that with you later
0: yeah i didn't get to do much i was only there for a couple of hours but i got the highlights of what i wanted to do so i got to i got to go to uh, marvel avengers campus um I ate at hank's or uh Pim's test kitchen which is the ant-man weirdly uh, sized proportions food uh that was really fun. Uh, peeked into Galaxy's Edge, got some pictures with a lightsaber. A kid let me borrow his lightsaber. A lot of people were like, "Yo, did you did you actually do the lightsaber thing?" I was like, "No, I didn't have time." But when I got the pictures, a kid that happened to get pictures also, he was like, "Hey, do you want to hold my lightsaber?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." For Is sure. the ad done? Is the ad number th- number <laughs> number three?
2: Wait, <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a good time. It was a, it was a really great week that is awesome bless we're so proud of you you killed it you absolutely crushed it like i can't wait to talk to you more about the panels that we didn't even get to see because yeah like you were saying you got to do a oh, whole yeah. bunch of interviews and stuff but i mean uh, if you want to yeah. talk about
0: talk about some of it during the story i can give you some stuff because they also now they've uploaded portions onto the the marvel entertainment uh youtube channel for the marvel games if people want to check those out where it's me interviewing um mark bernardin and amy hennig for the captain america black panther game but then also uh the interviews for like the marvel Niantic game that they announced also and then some more stuff uh, there if you want to learn more about the games that they talked that they announced uh, my talks are over on Marvel Entertainment the same YouTube channel that uploads the freaking Marvel trailers which is the Fuck dopest yeah. shit ever <laughs> Fuck yeah dude so proud of you man it is awesome Curtis uh, with- backstage? I didn't I didn't I saw somebody who was either Amon Vellani or who looked a lot like Amon Vellani uh walk past me and I was like too stunned to speak but I, I also saw I did see in the green room Lawrence Fishburne and I was, taken, I was taken so by surprise. I looked and I was like, is that Lawrence? Is that is that Morpheus? Is that the guy from Ant-Man 2? <laughs> the villain? <laughs> no, Perry
1: White. You're thinking of Perry White from Batman v Superman.
2: <laughs> oh, God, Greg. Oh, God. I love you so much. All right, so where do we leave off? Do we even start the story? We're, we're, we're we started story number four. We haven't even really got into it.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the D23 gaming panel recap, then. I'm going to read from Jay Peters at The Verge. As you know, Blessing hosted it, and you can watch our live reacts over on YouTube.com slash games. But Jay has a great breakdown of it. Uh, his first bullet point, T- Tron, L- I- Jesus. Tron Identity, is a new visual novel from the maker of Thomas Was Alone. Disney revealed a new game in the Tron universe titled Tron Identity. The brief teaser trailer was mostly just a title card, but the game's Steam page reveals quite a bit more. It's actually a visual novel mystery game tron identity is set to release in 2023 and will be developed by biffle games the maker of indie titles like thomas was alone of course the solitaire conspiracy starring me which isn't on there but i digress blessing you got to hang out with the one and only mike biffle and you said he's a dirtbag
0: yeah he's the absolute worst they had me sit next to him for a lot of the time i was backstage and let me tell you man that man yuck you know what i mean freaking british (laughs) no he was really (laughs) cool it was my first time meeting meeting mike biffle and he was he was really lovely
2: he's great yeah. is, is honestly like he is one of those like just the lights of the industry yeah i've never had a conversation with him that i haven't learned something he also Ooh. he wanted really wanted
0: to take me to disneyland uh because apparently if you're going to disneyland he's the person to go with he
2: is the guy he's yeah. taught me shit about disneyland which is like Whoa. i take that shit seriously
0: yeah so i almost went with him but sadly we couldn't make the time to do it but hopefully well, someday in the future
1: Okay. Uh, the next one we got here is uh, Black Panther and Captain America will star in a mysterious new title. Skydance New Media is working on a game that takes place in the worlds of both Black Panther and Captain America. This teaser trailer was light on details, but according to a Marvel blog post, the game will star Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, uh, Azuri, the World War II-era Black Panther, Gabriel Jones, a U.S. soldier who was also part of the Howling Commandos, and uh, Nanali, a member of the Wakanda Spy Network. Uh, the currently unnamed game will be headed up by Amy Hedding, a former creative director on the Uncharted series who joined Skydance in October. Of course, this one was uh, rumored and leaked the, fr- the Friday Games Daily before we went live. But as Baird is showing you now, this is the teaser trailer. We got still no name, which is surprising. But Bless, what did you take away from your conversation with uh, Mark and Amy about it? Yeah, I mean,
0: it, it seems like it's gonna be an Amy headed game, right? And I, yeah. when you think, when yeah, when you think of that, uh, you think of the pulpy action adventure. Um, and so, I think just from the like gameplay and genre standpoint, for me, that's exciting. Uh, but also, they're really focusing in on story. Um, a lot of what they talked about was the approachability and the accessibility of the game, and making they want to make sure it's a game that. Anybody can can, can uh, come into it and play and have, have fun. And so, if it is, you know, Greg playing and maybe uh, like Greg's mom <laughs> watching him play the game <laughs> and getting to enjoy that. Her way? Lot. I hang out with her a lot. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be able to, to Sometimes possibly. Sometimes in the middle of a work game. day. <laughs> but yeah, like they, they talked about it being a game for people of all ages, right? Different backgrounds, different things. They want it to be accessible, they want it to be approachable. Um, And the way the way that Amy <laughs> described it reminded me of how. Like, when you play The Last of Us or you play Uncharted, how cinematic those games are and how, sure. yeah, pe- well, plenty of people who might not be super hardcore gamers can still get into those games because there is a story there, there are characters there, there's pulp action there that um, brings you in. Uh, and so, like, it seems like it's going to be another one of those. Um, but also, the it being set in World War II and it being Black Panther and Captain America kind of puts it, puts it in this unique place where, you know, we, we don't get that specific partnership that often aside from, like, you know, big um, uh, like Avengers ensemble type stuff. Uh, I know there was one comic. I forget the name of the comic that like did have these two working together, but the Marvel run, yeah. Yeah, but this is like a a, a unique uh, time and setting for these characters that they get to explore, and then also you have the two other characters that aren't the high profile: Captain America, Black Panther, right? You got the Wakandan spy, and then you have the the Gabriel, the Howling Commando, uh, there. And so like it seems like they're going to try and focus uh, uh, a, a lot into narrative and making sure like these different characters get uh,
1: this, uh, their chances to shine. The one thing uh, blessing I we argued about while the live stream was happening, and I believe I bet Mike a pizza on that I pretty much have already won, but I want to see if you have any more information about it was. The fact that this is a single player game uh, when it popped and it was four heroes two worlds you know one war or whatever uh people jumped to multiplayer but then even the description we got after the fact from the press release mentioned a bit more of like four perspectives that you'll get to focus on which again speaks to single player to me did they talk at all about that i don't i don't think i actually
0: got the chance to ask that specific question but i i think the assumption is single player as I, yeah. I was talking to them about all the conversations we had, the, nobody mentioned uh, multiplayer co op or anything like that. Only a like stupid
1: that. moron from the X cast would
2: think this is going to be a multiplayer game. Am I right, Tim? No, pretty Give much anyone pound, that Tim. heard the pitch of it. Yeah, you know, sounds like it could be. I, don't, I can't i can't i'm taking it back from you. i'm rescinding right? oh, why wow. you're you're going further away from me i hate that yeah. Yeah.
1: uh next bullet point for you was of course <laughs> disney is partnering with niantic on a marvel themed ar game disney and pokemon go augmented reality game maker niantic are working on a new marvel themed ar mobile game marvel world of heroes according to a press release players will be able to become their own superhero so they can patrol their neighborhood uh to foil tr- crimes c- complete superior missions and thwart interdimensional threats uh i g- this is a, the writer here at the verge i guess that means you might see roving bands of players waving their smartphones in your neighborhood the game is set to launch next year mm-hmm. i'm incredibly excited <laughs> Yeah. I, i've enjoyed pokemon go a lot but not being a pokemon go person or a pokemon person i you know not i couldn't get that into it i love the little game called ghostbusters world yes, you did which, as much as i tried none of you supported and then honestly neither did the developers after the first month and they jacked up the the cost of gems and stuff it was a whole thing and then for a week it was offline and nobody noticed but jeff grubb and when jeff grubb asked them about it they turned it back online so they didn't <laughs> get a bad article it's a crazy
2: story ghostbusters world
1: but here we go i would love to wander around my neighborhood me and jen and ben out there fighting fighting for the good fight.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think that uh, it fits Pokemon so well. And I feel like all the other um, franchises that have co- tried to emulate that success have not found nearly the same type of success. And I yeah, Harry Harry I think it's pretty clear why. Um, but there are things like Harry Potter that could work. Ghostbusters, like the, the, the ones that, that hit relatively compared to the ones that completely didn't, that we've seen like yeah. ghostbusters and Harry Potter. I feel like, yeah, cool. You can see how that would work. You can see how those worlds can translate to this type of AR experience. And I think with Marvel, it is a similar thing where like, yeah, that could make sense. But I do think that with Marvel, there's a bit more of an uphill battle, even more so than Harry Potter or, um, I mean, I guess Harry Potter is the, the big one in terms of like the, the dream fulfillment of being able to be a wizard, um i feel like there's the people dream
1: of being a superhero uh
2: i don't know i mean like i feel like it's a little different i definitely do i well okay let me let me rephrase that what i meant to say is um that's not a novelty like that's video games like there's been superhero video games forever and like it's harry potter was a bit more of a novelty when it came out as an ar experience right um and pokemon's novelty was hey it's the game that you love but now you could do it in real life which was super cool uh, yeah. ghostbusters was dream fulfillment for a handful of people uh <laughs> spirits unleashed is coming everybody
1: and i swear to god i swear and i take out the fact that i'm in the game all right because that doesn't matter i'm in a bunch of games and i never tell you i'll fucking murder your family if you don't play it support so spirits unleashed <laughs> to play this game with me all right yeah our, our, yeah
0: i'll play i'll play it with you greg yeah you you know I'm serious and I know your family follow your dad on Twitter I'll come see you. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be back in the studio October 14th and I will have held <laughs> it pay. um one of the other ones here was uh Midnight Suns uh, of course was delayed earlier this year now it's coming out December 2nd 2022 on PC Xbox uh PlayStation 5 you know blah 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 uh, that's exciting because I did not I thought that was going to get pushed next year I didn't think we'd still yeah, see me it this too.
2: Year. That- you know it's it's kind of a a weird one where it's like we've heard a lot about that game and it got delayed and so it's kind of like in this weird place where i can't ever keep straight like when was it date supposed to be because like they announced this and we're all like wait did it get pushed up or was like i don't even know but whatever now that it's coming it's coming december 2nd not that's not far away at all um it looks good I, again we've already talked to death through all yeah. the the different situations of what this game can be or whatever but I love that they're going for it. I love that Marvel games is, and Disney games as well, are working with the right teams for the right projects. And I hope that this game is as good as it possibly can be.
1: Me too. I I think for me, it's either going to be something I play and I'm like, holy shit, I'm so in, or I will be immediately turned off and not play much of it. So I will wait to see it, but I'm excited. It looks, I like different stuff and I like Marvel games doing different stuff. And the final one I have here, speaking of different stuff, Marvel games, uh, Disney announced that Marvel Snap, its Hearthstone-like card game for PC and mobile will launch uh, October 18th. Tim, you're in the beta or we're in the beta and you love it, right?
2: am in the beta absolutely obsessed with this game I never really got into any digital card game before like I I played Hearthstone a handful of times and I loved the idea of it but there was always a lot of things that were kind of like holding me back when they first announced this game a couple months ago from day one I was like oh I got my eye on this one like this is the type of mobile game that I've been looking for obviously obsessed with Marvel I'm just so into how much love is put into the different cards like with each character having their own unique icon like logo um that is for them i love that type of stuff like this just gives me all the right vibes i've been playing it for the last month every single day i can't wait for more people to play this game i'm really looking forward to it i am all in greg i think you are going to Love the fact that you well. are
1: all in and you say i will be all in makes me excited to be all in because i it always am a f- i friend. like a good mobile game i like a good distraction on my in my handheld and puzzle that's, quest that's still come this back is. to now and again but like i'd be more excited for marvel stuff obviously.
2: that's my thing is you with puzzle quest uh, a couple months ago like that's mm-hmm. how i feel right now like i am okay. just so all in when i think about the game multiple times a day i want to check in and get all the stuff and like it, it it feels like there's the right amount of content that i don't feel overwhelmed like i have to do so much but it's super sure. fun Brief games. I'm going to talk way more about it, I'm sure. But I am going to be shocked if this doesn't make my top list at the end of wow. the year. Hell, hell,
0: there, man, there, are two, there are two games here that I'm, I'm shocked are missing
1: from the recap, Greg. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, okay. what, what, what did I miss that you think should be on here? Uh, Diz-
0: Disney Illusion Island. The, the, that game looks dope as hell. So, of good. course, that's the Dalala Studios game coming from the, the Battletoads devs. Uh, and that's like the four player co-op 2D platformer. I, I'm shocked that this game is like it's taken so long for them to make this kind of game. With Mickey and friends. Like, I'm not even like sure. a big Mickey person, but like I look at this, and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna play the hell out of this. This looks really fun. Um, this and then Disney Speedstorm, the cart racer. That car oh. racer looks dope as hell. I don't know, I don't know if you guys like pop for that one at all, but like when I first saw that, I was like, oh, this is gonna be it's a mobile
2: one, isn't it? Yeah, no, I believe it's it's console. Well, it's it is it's console and mobile. Okay. Um, yeah, but we've seen this before at um a Nintendo Direct, I want to say. Uh, it's interesting. I Jury's still out on it for me. I'm very, okay. very, very particular when it comes to kart racers and how they feel. Like They need to feel right. That's the most important thing. But also, they need to like have fun with their courses and stuff and with the character designs and all that. And I feel like that part, they've seemed to be knocking out of the park so far. I really do love the varied locales that we're getting in this, and they're doing it right. Um, but I, I need to get my hands on it.
4: Yeah, and I, I'm scared it's going to be like closer to the, the Nickelodeon kart racer, Tim, than you know, Mario Kart. No.
2: But... No.
0: <laughs> this, no. I, this, this trailer says, already no. looks way... Like, it's doing way more than
4: the Nickelodeon one.
0: I don't know, if yeah. it's yeah. not going to be See, Mario Kart I level, mean, I'm, I'm, is, I'm but... thinking
4: more... Like, I know, like, uh, uh, take away, like, the voice acting and, like, literally no music from any uh, Nickelodeon show in that <laughs> game, which is absolutely insane to me. Um, I'm thinking more of just, like, uh, track design, cart, cart feeling <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, I, 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 I don't know how... Intricate. That's all going to feel, and if if that's going to be closer to a Mario Kart or uh, closer to a Nickelodeon All Star, whatever the hell that one was called, we'll see. Crossed.
1: We will see when that game comes out later. For now. Let's talk about what we're gonna see with assassin's creed of course there was by bless jesus he's like i don't we're done with d23 see you later uh of course uh, over the weekend there was uh you soft forward uh you guys got to react to the assassin's creed bit right uh tim you saw that live of course you guys were doing the marvel disney presentation that ran late so you could see all the charlie cox coming out and being like i'm daredevil thwip, thwip. And everybody's like what
2: yeah exactly we were doing the marvel thing it lasted way longer than uh we had planned so we weren't We had a limited team doing things, so we weren't able to react to the entire Ubisoft thing, even though we had planned to, Um, but we were keeping uh, updates on it as we were watching the Marvel thing, and nothing too wild happened. We did end up reacting to the Assassin's Creed bit, but we ended up not keeping that video alive just because I don't think we added any context or anything really of value and we're like hey we'll we'll cover it in games daily and now and here we are to
1: talk about it and we will start with the assassin's creed portion which i think is arguably the most exciting biggest headlines of it But we'll get to the the tidbits for you or whatever Uh, of course they talk more about assassin's creed mirage as we already knew it was rumored and put out there uh it's going to be set in baghdad you're going to be boston uh they have a a trailer you're watching i felt was very batman like it's prince of persia you're doing all this different stuff in there uh you're going to be running around it's 20 years before valhalla it'll be going uh, it's Boston's story. So, going from a street thief to being an assassin. So, kind of, again, Prince of Persia e kind of uh, Aladdin y. You know what I mean? Master I Assassin,
4: uh, specifically, uh, Greg. That Aladdin. Is what is what they called out.
1: Uh, the aladdin going from being uh, to, I'm well, no
4: to a master assassin not just i know a, a I'm, I'm, kidding, oh, I'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. we're too late move master on uh
1: 2023 is coming out of course you can pre-order you can get the 40 thieves side quest uh if you wanted some uh additional info ryan dinsdale over at ign had ubisoft clarifying there is no gambling in the game because of a confusion over the weekend ubisoft has made clear that an adults only 18 plus rating that was presented ahead of assassin's creed mirage's reveal was a mistake the game will definitely not feature gambling or loot boxes which were suggested by the raving ubisoft said while assassin's creed mirage is still pending rating ubisoft wants to reassure players there is no real gambling or loot boxes present in the game end quote so if you saw that follow-up over the weekend that it had been rated ao it is not in fact ao it is in <laughs> fact just assassin's creed doing its thing uh speaking of assassin's creed doing its thing there's a bunch more announcements uh valhalla is getting the last chapter that's right they are finally ending valhalla's insane amount of content it's gonna be a free quest line avor will reunite with characters and it's coming Then they talked about Assassin's Creed, codename Jade. Uh, This is going to be an open-world AC game for mobile. It's optimized for touch controls. Set in ancient China. You're going to get to create your own Assassin, though, and run through and do all that. Uh, Barrett, what's that do for you? you? You and me are Assassin's Creed people.
4: Uh, absolutely nothing. Um, yeah. uh, this will be one that like uh, other Assassin's Creed fans out there, like I'll trust them to try this out first, and that they're like, hmm, yeah. yo, even though if it, it it is on mobile, like it's it's worth checking out because like there's all the uh, the See, Vita games and stuff that uh, that people say are, are worth checking out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for Assassin's Creed. It, right? That's gonna be a wait and see kind of thing, but I i for me it's like nothing. And when they said mobile, the big, I started laughing.
1: <laughs> see, the biggest turnoff for me isn't the mobile thing. I like mobile games, it's just that it's touch control. So it's like, God damn it, yeah. is this gonna be like uh Marvel future revolution, right? The one I really liked, but I had the I couldn't use the backbone. Like, let me plug mm. in the backbone and go. It's one of yeah. it's one of the reasons as a division fan, I'm excited for the mobile division game where I'm like, all right, well, I'm sure I'll have a graphics, you know, uh sacrifice, but if I can just play the division whenever I want to and have a new thing to level up in, I'm cool run through and play it, but We'll have to wait and see if that actually is something you can do there. Uh, then they talked more about Netflix. Of course, uh, they're co-developing, uh, Ubisoft Netflix and, uh, Jeb Stewart on, uh, Assassin's Creed, the actual show or whatever, whatever. And then they're doing a new mobile game with Netflix. However, then they went into the future, which is the one that's going to get all the headlines. Of course, uh, They talk about Project Infinity at the end, but the two projects they talk about are part of Infinity. So they talked about Assassin's Creed, Codename Red. Uh, This is the one everyone's wanted forever. This is the next premium flagship open world RPG. It is going to be set in Japan. It is a Shinobi, uh, Feudal Japan. It's a Shinobi fantasy. It is, as I said, open world RPG, and it's coming from Ubisoft Quebec. Of course, the people who made Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which for me, gets me so incredibly stoked. Like, just the fact that Odyssey, you know how much I love that. I talk about it all the time. The fact that they're the next one, that's the next big one, that's the next, you know, not Mirage, which is a smaller experience, more, as we talked to death already, more the classic Assassin's experience. This being the open world RPG set in Japan. Let's go. I do worry, you know, since everybody's wanted this for years, a little game called Ghost of Tsushima came out and fucking crushed it. So now Mm -hmm. it's like you're going to be compared to that no matter what you do. And can they live up to that? We'll have to wait and
2: see. It's there's so much here and I don't have much to add because I am not the biggest Assassin's Creed person at all. But I do think that coming off of uh, a couple of years ago at this point where there was so much Assassin's Creed fatigue and it was annualized. Like, no, we're going to slow down a bit. And then they kind of got back to this cadence pretty quickly of it being a lot of Assassin's Creed and them announcing all of this stuff. Like, I know that they it seems like they have a plan. And with Infinite, it seems like it's going to be a little bit different. But this is a lot and i i don't even if they're like different styles and uh, of gameplay like the way it all comes together i i'm concerned more than excited for the fans of assassins creed out there but hey we'll see I want
1: to get to that in a second because the next one they talk about is Assassin's Creed. They codename this one Hexa. Uh, Ubisoft Montreal is working on it. It's another new flagship title from Clint Hawking. Uh, he would know re- most recently from Watchdogs Legion. Uh, it's a different type of experience set during uh, what it was the Crusades, right? Uh, is that right? Holy Roman Crusades, uh, Barrett? And then the witch trials uh, therein or yeah. whatever yeah are talking about. And so you see this very witchy thing here. Now, tim keep keep that percolating right it's a lot of you it's, it's a lot of assassin's dude. creed is a lot of thing right uh mm-hmm. then of course they talked about infinity really quickly it's a single entry point into the universe connecting players uh red and hexa are part of it uh you know, they're investigating bringing back standalone multiplayer the infinity hub steve watson at Gamespot had a little bit more information quoting from it right the direct quotes from the presentation infinity is not a game per se it's going to be the single entry point for our fans in the assassin's creed franchise uh Oh, I'm sorry, fans into the Assassin's Creed franchise into the future," said the executive uh, producer uh, Mark Alexis Cote. Uh, "Infinity is going to be a hub that will unite all of our different experiences and our players through different me- together in meaningful ways," uh, Cote said. "That that means the hub will serve all kinds of Assassin's Creed experiences, including ones that have fallen by the wayside over the years." He said the team is looking for how to bring back multiplayer, et cetera, et cetera. Now this goes into Matt Perslow at IGN's article that has Ubisoft talking about focusing. All right, so let me drop this in here and sprinkle this into the report. Ubisoft has said that its current approach to game development is to approach projects with focus to ensure each game is honed to its target audience rather than attempting, attempting to cater to a very broad, non-specific crowd. At a recent Ubisoft press briefing, uh, the vice president of editorial uh, Fawazi uh, Mesmar uh, spoke uh, as part of a presentation about how focus rather than broad ideas was an important part of the editorial board's current development process. In a subsequent interview with IGN, he expanded on that idea, saying that the company doesn't want one game to do everything quote we want to be okay with making decision making a decision around the one game and go we're going to go for that and we're going to commit and we're going to be okay that it can make those kind of people happy but not making not not maybe not everybody and that's okay (laughs) we believe that a more focused game is better for people that like that kind of game so now here's my thing tim back to what you're talking about i think that speaks to me raising the eyebrow being more excited in the way that if Mirage is, hey, it's you wanted a more traditional Assassin's Creed, here it is. And then if they're gonna say, All right, cool, red is the shinobi fantasy, it is that it, it doesn't need to be as chock full of content as Valhalla. It is gonna be this open world RPG, but they're able to dial it back and give focus on that story and that gameplay. Okay, and then whatever the witch game is gonna be, like that makes me more excited for them announcing all these at once because i can kind of look at them and see all their identities a bit different and i maybe maybe it'll all blow up in my face and it'll be similar to Wind of valhalla and i was like oh it's vikings and i was like oh my god it's it's vikings but they are doing everything under the sun for this game
2: yeah we're really gonna have to wait and see i feel like they're having yeah. a, a playstation plus type situation with this Oof. where it's in dire Let's... need of a clean slate rebrand and this uh I thought that after this, it was going to be a lot clearer than it seems to be right now of what sure. Assassin's Creed is, what Ubisoft is, and all of that. I hope it's good. I hope that these experiences hit. I think I honestly, more than anything, I hope that the Japan Assassin's Creed open world is everything people have hoped and dreamed for. And that I hope that the Mirage is what the classic fans want, because I think that there's so much writing on both of those being major hits to the fans of Assassin's Creed. Sure, that makes
1: sense.
2: Uh, And even though we're
4: not as clear really quick of uh, what Infinity is, um, the way that they talked about it uh, was definitely different than what I was thinking about it in my head. It definitely seems like they're uh, in-universe like Abstergo launcher where I, I think it's like Assassin's Creed Unity where you technically open up that game in like a TV app. Right, and then like you have these different experiences that you can select. I feel like this is them just kind of like leaning into that idea, especially with them talking about like bringing back older Assassin's Creed titles into Infinity and stuff. Like it just Mm -hmm. seems like Mm a like a U play specifically for Assassin's Creed. I I don't know. It's yeah, it's interesting. It's least it doesn't sound as bad as what I had kind of like thought of in my in my head. At least that's what it sounds like. We will have to wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. Uh,
1: number four on the. Uh, my, my numbers are all screwed up. Whatever the hell it is. This art number, uh, and just to give it a, your Ubisoft forward recap bits, right? I'm going to go super fast because we are late. Rayman is coming to Mario and Rabbit's Spark of Hope in the game's third DLC expansion. Uh, the Division two Season 10 pr- Price of Power is launching on September 13th. That's tomorrow. It's a new manhunt to chase somebody down. That's cool. And then looking ahead, they're talking about the fact, of course, heartland's coming to PC and consoles and cloud in 2022 23. Okay. And that, uh, then they're talking about Resurgence. The upcoming mobile game is still recruiting people for testing. Uh, Brawlhallavania, uh, the next epic crossover for the free to play fighting game, is coming October 19th. It's a fantastic event, uh, landing just in time for Halloween. It's a collaboration with uh, Konami, where they're bringing in, of course, some of the folks from that there, Castlevania, to cross over with people like. Uh, uh ezio ezio i don't (laughs) want to say it like that all this stuff's going on go check it out uh netflix and ubisoft are partnering to bring exclusive ubisoft mobile games to netflix members a valiant heart sequel a new rogue light inspired mighty quest for epic loot and an original assassin's creed game Uh, those games will be available obviously for no extra charge if you're subscribed to netflix uh the crew season six episode two dominion frozen starts september 14th riders republic season four freestyling is making its way to the ridge on september 14th freestyle tim yes i won't lie to you i saw division two season 10 getting more Mm -hmm. content you know what i mean here september 13th and i was like i gotta make sure i'm ready to go but september 13th is so far away tim it is if i wanted something more immediate say what came to the mom and shops where would i go
2: the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: It's a quiet little Monday. Dream World is on PC early access. F-122 is getting patch one point one and then Road Warren is coming on PC and then Kitsune Zero is on Steam. New dates for you. Uh, Wario 64 is reporting. Uncharted: Legacy of Thieves Collection will release on PC on October 19th, according to Epic Games Store. Pre-orders on the Epic Games Store will get a Fortnite glider in the shape of Sulley's seaplane, which is dope. Uh, the game is slated <laughs> for Steam as well. Uh, this is I caught me off guard. I'm fucking freaking out. Something we made is celebrating the first anniversary of their BAFTA-winning game Toem, a game you know I all love and that is free to play on PlayStation Plus right now with a brand new region to explore. Take a vacation in Basto, Toem's biggest region yet it is filled with new quests secrets mini games and animals to photograph it goes on like this and i was like this is fucking crazy you got to go talk to grandma once you beat the game but then the most important thing the most important thing the most important thing this update will come with new steam achievements and playstation trophies to collect but yeah here the update is releasing september 16th on steam and we'll be hitting playstation 5 and nintendo switch soon after uh to celebrate it's 50 off on steam right now if you wanted to and like i said playstation plus already there and then Arcanium Rise of Akan uh, is launching on September 22nd. Uh, we ask people watching live on youtube.com slash kindofunnygames. Remember the rest of the month watching live on youtube.com slash kindofunnygames. You go to kindofunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later. Uh, Bander SN says Tim was correct. Speedstorm was revealed in the February 2022 direct. Um, nobody, no, that's not, I don't care about this. You know, don't I don't care, care. about this, this. Is, oh, this is context. Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong. Then I'm on my way. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a brand new week for kind of funny. As we begin the countdown to October 14th, when we will be back in the studio for a marathon stream to celebrate the stream with everybody all in one place. Everybody from Janet Garcia to Cisco will be there. Uh, but that means you still have hosts for this week. Uh, Tuesday. It's going to be blessing and Greg Wednesday. It's going to be blessing and Greg Thursday. It's going to be blessing and Tim. And then Friday tim and blessing if you are watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games how the fuck did you do that we're streaming to youtube.com slash kind of funny games however when we stop streaming on youtube.com slash kind of funny games twitch.tv slash kind of funny games is going to kick up with snowbike mike and andy cortez kicking off the kffl that's right the kind of funny football league is kicking off uh, our san francisco niners stocked with all of the kind of funny players are on it and they will be going up against many of you who are there supporting us and putting your name into It it is basically kind of funny wrestling, but football. So all of our friends are in there. I don't know if they've announced everybody, so I won't say it, but all of our streaming friends and internet friends are put on teams to represent them. Then they got kind of funny best friends in there, then they got green screens going on. This is gonna be something you don't want to miss, and I will be watching live alongside you on twitch.tv slash kinda funny games. If you do miss it, you didn't really miss it, youtube.com slash kinda funny plays. You can catch the archive like with every one of our gameplay streams on Twitch (gasps) for now this has been kind of funny games daily each and every week on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that be part of the show on patreon.com slash kind of funny games of course you get the show ad free you can contribute you could be a producer you get all these benefits for the other shows you could watch live as we record it this month on youtube.com slash kind of funny games you could watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roostreet.com and podcast services around the globe if you're thinking about buying some video games today or some content in games use the epic creator code kind of funny no matter where you're doing it if it's on the epic or related to Epic because it wouldn't help you on other things. But you understand. You're not crazy. Uh, Like I said, Mike, Andy, football after this. We got a post show to do on Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. We're going to listen to what Reggie had to say about acquisitions and development talent. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.